Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hello, my name is Kara. I'm an addict. My clean date is April 4th, 2015. I attend meetings in the Wichita metro area of Narcotics Anonymous, and my home group here is Living Clean. This is a spiritual principle a day reading for January 29th, Encouraging Growth. We are inspired by one another's journeys. Being present to one another's growth gives us the tools and inspiration to move forward ourselves. Living Clean, Chapter 2, Connection to Others. Starting from our first day clean, one of the most amazing gifts we find in NA is people who truly believe in us. Some of us are hesitant to believe in their belief, especially after disappointing so many people for so long. Still, there's something so genuine in the way members tell us, you never have to use again, even if you want to, and that encouragement can be all that it takes to get us to our next meeting clean. We change a lot in our first weeks, months, and years of recovery. I laugh about it now, but they told me when I got clean not to make any major life changes during my first year, one addict shared from the podium. My entire life was turned around and flipped inside out. What could be more major than that? As time goes by, many of us settle into a more stable version of ourselves. A member with decades clean shared, it's a reservation in my second step if I believe I can't still change just because I've been clean so long. If a newcomer can stop using drugs, I sure as hell can get help with a character defect. Even though our early recovery often sees the most dramatic change in our lives, there's always room for improvement. It is the most amazing gift to witness people in my recovery network grow, one member wrote. No matter how long I'm clean, seeing others change reminds me that I can too. Being present to others' growth means being present physically, showing up regularly. It also means truly listening to where our fellow members are at, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and sharing honestly with them. The vulnerability, intimacy, and presence we practice in NA inspires growth in us all. No change is too small or too big for my recovery. I will be present to the process and accept encouragement from other addicts. Thank you for letting me be of service. Right, welcome back, everyone. This is January 29th, Encouraging Growth. And the italics start out with, we're inspired by one another's journeys. Uh, being present to one another's growth gives us the tools and inspiration uh, to move forward ourselves. And um, as we unpack these three these three, three paragraphs, I think it's kind of neat to, to know that it was said all around the fellowship, um, not to make any first or any major decisions, you know, in the first year and then yeah, that was always my thought too. It was like, hold on, you know, getting clean. Like when the dude who 12 to me said, you know, you got to change one thing and that's everything. It's like, yeah, you know, every, everything was a major change, you know, in the first year of recovery, it's like, you know, 
and I had no reference point. And I think that's the cool thing, the challenging thing, the cool thing, the rewarding thing, you know, just that first year in recovery is like, there's no reference point to look back. You know, I couldn't during the, the first year in a, it's like, man, I can't say a year ago I was clean and this is what was going on. You know, so it's like it's almost creating these reference points for for the for the time that follows. That's just really neat, man. And I don't, you know, other than being other than being clean and 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 really just be kind of being engulfed with you know with these guys who 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 twelve step me. I'm not sure what what changes were happening or what kind of growth was going on, like this inward growth. And getting clean, like right at first, it was just, it was very systematic. Um, it was, you know, praying in the morning and at night on my knees, calling my sponsor and two other guys every day, hitting a meeting every day, you know, like these, these staying away from people, places and things every day, I had to participate at the meetings, I had to help set up and tear down. And it was just all those like, and, and I guess maybe that's the growth piece you know, like getting clean, like that, maybe that, that's the growth piece that really laid the foundation for other growth. You know, like we talk a lot about, you know, our emotions get to catch up with our actions. Like we act first and then our emotions and our thoughts will follow. And really that's, that's how it was laid out for me for, you know, for day one. You know, I didn't have, you know, and I say this very lovingly, you know, and, and I know, it's kind of a couple of different perspectives of this, but bro, I didn't have anything to add to the fucking meeting. I sure as fuck didn't have anything to add to, to a business meeting. When we get off on these tangents now of saying like, you know, we should have a group conscious in a business meeting and welcome what the addict with seven days has to say. And, and I say this very lovingly, you know, and, but I just, I don't agree with it, man. I didn't know fuck all about, how a meeting should be ran, what should be done, where should, you know, any, any decisions like that. I like nothing. Just didn't know fuck all about, about anything like that. So I didn't have anything to offer there and I'm cool with that. But what I, what I could offer and what the folks who, who, who know, who knew that, bro, I could set a chair up for sure. You know, and then when they told me, hey, man, leave one block in, in between the chairs, space it out that way, put eight rows and four, you know, this and that. Damn, man, I was on it. And I could sling a mop afterwards. I could do some of that stuff. And then, and then, man, like, you know, staying clean and understanding, kind of observing and watching how, how some of these things unfold out. Then slowly I started to be, you know, to maybe have something to add, some input to add. So I don't know. I think I think when I look at this and, and I start unpacking it, I think I'll just say for me, man, maybe I got it twisted over the years a little bit of saying, you know, really this idea kind of exploded like, you know, new ideas for meetings and input and all this stuff about how the meeting is ran on the home group level. Let's let's really welcome and, and, and grab on to input from folks just getting clean. And I see and, and I see the good from that you know and i see like the loving bringing people in and hey we're united there's no leaders you know and again like very lovingly man i see that the pragmatic fucking side of it is like what the fuck do they you know i didn't know anything you know so i don't know if that's where growth was happening for me 
growth was happening on a on, on maybe like a more practical level, you know, the more action based level than than I can't philosophize with you about you know the meaning of this step or what this means and how to do this. Getting clean, I just didn't have it, you know. But I could serve, man. you know, and spend time with people who needed time spent with. Know, setting up meetings and tearing down and making sure that I'm sharing at the meeting, you know, letting people know what's going on with me. And I didn't even know until way later on in recovery that, that by me participating, I was actually connecting like with other people's recovery then. And that's been a cool process too. But I want to unpack this, the, 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 the last piece of it. When it talks about no change is too small or too big for my recovery, I'll be present to the process and accept encouragement from other addicts. Well, encouragement has taken on two, you know, two forms. Like one is um, I get to watch other people get the hope, get to see some hope and experience some hope of like, damn, and they're doing some cool things in their life. Like, this is pretty awesome. Like I want, I want what they have. And, 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 and what my, my friend always says, like, I'm really attracted to people who, who, who are actually want what they have like themselves you know, they're, they're content with their life. Like they want what they have in their life. And I want that, you know, and that's just a really, that's been some growth for me over the years, man, of kind of trying to, to, to line myself up and being content with my life. You know, want to be, want to be the kind of man when people, you know, summarize me, it's like, yeah, Douglas pretty, pretty content, man. He wants, he wants what he has in his life. You know, that's a goal. It really is. And so that's where it grows. But, but, but this encouragement piece, it's like, it's twofold. And I get it. So I get encouraged by watching how people are living and, and allowing them to pour into me, you know, whether it's like me sharing about, Hey, I want to do this. or I want to do that. Like getting clean. Um, a little while after getting clean, it was like, Hey man, you know, go back to school, you know, cause I was cool with just coasting and I got clean at 16 and, and I was out of school and, um, you know, I was just cool with grabbing a GED if I needed to. If not, you know, I was going to try to get into a foundry or something like that, maybe get into the union. And, uh, you know, the folks really encouraged me. It's like, hey, you know, maybe go back to school, you know, find something that, that you like doing. And it's kind of wild to think about, man. It's like I hated – I didn't make it out of 10th grade using and uh, And through some encouragement – from folk and, and, and me just being broken enough to say, all right, man, you tell me something, fuck it, I'll do, you know, whatever. Um, like my life has been plugged into the education platform since then, you know, on some level or another. Can't imagine doing it. Like what I do, you know, really don't jump into like professions and, and, and shit like that too much. But like what, if I could choose to have like any job, you know, it, at least top three, I'd be doing what I'm doing now. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, so, so that's always cool, man. That's always cool to kind of, you know, to settle in and kind of feel like I'm, I'm where I need to be, you know, in that area of my life. And, um, but the other part, so, so the other part, so that's part one, letting people pour into me and, and, and feel encouraged and all that. And then, you know, and after we've been in the recovery process for a little while, like there's, I feel like there's a responsibility or part two, to, to this encouragement piece and this growth piece of us pouring in, <clears throat> of us pouring into other people. Like I ought to have, I ought to have a, a regular um, uh, investment in other people. 
you know, whether it's a sponsee or whether it's people, you know, that I'm calling or calling me or I'm I'm doing life with, you know, and it could be encouragement, man, on, on some major stuff like, hey, you know, I've seen you change and grow through a parenting issue, you know, or, or resentment that you had against X, Y, and Z. And I've seen you do things and then pour into that person and encourage them to say, hey, look, you know, maybe the, the you know, those seasons where it's painful and it hurts to breathe, I love you and I'm here for you. Like keep fighting that good fight. Don't get high, man. Help somebody else. You know, that encouragement piece. And it doesn't even have to be that heavy. It could be something like, hey, you know, I see you at the gym or walking each day. I see you trying to take care of yourself a little bit. You know, and and and, and we take care of ourselves in little other ways. Encouragement is good. So I'll tell you, it, it, it's kind of wild. I, I would invite you to to think about a time where you re, you receive some like a compliment or some kind of encouragement or something like that. And, uh, bro, sometimes that shit, you know how we're real good at like deflecting that, you know, if someone tells me something that like, I'll, I'll throw some humor at it and deflect on it. But if you tell me something negative, I'll grab onto it. You know, like with both arms and legs, you know, like a monkey, and just hold on to that shit. But I would invite you to, to, to kind of recall when somebody gave you some encouragement, you know, and just, and just how that, you know, it almost feels like the HP is giving us a hug sometimes. You know, it's just neat, man. The most impactful encouragement that I receive is when somebody sees, you know, my relationship with me and my sons. Or maybe like I had a good parenting moment. I made a good parenting decision or my boys, you know, you know, did something. And, and, and it was kind of like, um, man, you did a really good job with them boys, you know, or something like this. No lights on my whole world, man. And look, I, I, I related to, you know, getting clean. I was swinging a mop after the group. And I just shared about this many, many times. It was just, you know, when the dude, old timer, man, stuck his head in, you know, to talk about probably just a bitch at me, like I was doing something wrong with it. He said, man, you're doing a good job. Dude, it made me feel like I really had something to offer and, 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 to, and to come like full circle with that. Bro, that's what I had to offer, man. Fucking swing a mop. He encouraged me. And over the years, I've become a really active participant in that home, in that home group. In the first seven years of my recovery, man, that was, you know, that's where I learned to deal. You know, that's where I learned how to, how to stay clean a day to time, no matter what, protect my clean day with my life. You know, what a 12-step call looks like, how to carry a clear message. You know, keep our primary purpose, primary purpose. You know, it's so cool, man. It's so cool how like encouragement and in in this growth is is you know my sponsor now talks about you know staying clean like the abstinence piece like the 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 not getting high is the bottom rung on the ladder and I, and every time he says that you know when we're in conversations I always like to tag in it's the most important rung of the ladder you know we have these conversations of like man there's just so much freedom though we can climb that ladder we start with that. Hey, I'm not using today, no matter what happens. That's where that's where it starts at. Dude, the growth and alongside with this encouragement piece and, and it's just a you know awakening of our spirits. We're allowed to, you know, we're we're allowed to climb that ladder. Yeah. Look, man, I I sit back, I, you know, when I sit back and I kind of take try to take it in, it's usually like during the eleventh step, man. I'm trying to get centered and I take in where my life is. Ups and downs, you know, gossips and not gossips, you know, drama and not drama, good shit, bad shit, you know, whatever. I'm fucking, I'm just so grateful. 
really, I'm just so grateful and 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 I just feel fortunate to be to have that awareness. You know, and that quietness, that peace of mind. It's really serenity. And then and I'm gonna close with this is like how through through this journey we're we're the most the, the, the clearest example of growth that I can see maybe like within myself and I would invite you to inventory where you're at with this is is when I was getting clean the the importance and the weight that I would assign to having serenity and peace in my life was just zero maybe it was like negative something you know I just like I crave some kind of chaos man like and I, I had no positive value placed on like this peace of mind just fucking dead. And uh, do you know now, like in my life, like I, I'll, I'm committed to 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 avoiding or removing, um, you know, things that that take away from my peace of mind. And in that same t and in the same breath, man, I'm I'm committed to doing some activities that enhance the serenity and peace of mind in my life. Like I place so much value, so much positive value on serenity and peace of mind. It's it's an absolute awakening of my spirit. That's the easiest place for me in, or the clearest place for me to see to see growth. I would invite you to to examine you know, your journey in recovery and um you know what's been your what's been your greatest growth journey. You know what's the easiest uh, things to see you know when you look at when you look at your growth. I love you folks. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm -hmm.